It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live. Sponsored by TaylorMade and the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Now, here's your host, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. It's a great afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun, and I'll be here with you on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. Pro Show, and we're back. We have a great guest. It's our sports rap. Hey, Judge, while we're young, cuz Springdale Golf Live. Baby, I'm the director of fun. Well, there's a little New Jersey anthem for today's show and to get our guest today fired up. The LPGA are here in our state playing the ShopRite LPGA Classic this afternoon, and we have their host with us. His name is Alex McGann, and he is the director of golf at the Seaview Hotel and Golf Club. Alex, how about an opening like that? A little born to run. He talks about Highway 9. I know you're down there by Highway 9. How are you doing today? I'm great. Now, thanks, Keith. I mean, we're born to run. Bruce Springsteen fires us up for the short classic down here. That was awesome. So I'm, I'm ready to go. Well, you and I are fired up, but how are the ladies fired up this week? I mean, yesterday they were going low, a little 63 by Lauren Stevenson. I mean, eight birdies, an eagle, a couple bogeys, seven pars. She shoots an eight under 63, and the scores are going even lower today. Um, what's the vibe like down there at the ShopRite this week? You know, it's a, it's a great vibe down here today. I mean, it's a little cold this morning, so not not uh, too many super low numbers out of the out of the morning wave. But I mean, it's certainly a different vibe not having all of our fans and our spectators here. But uh, uh, it's it's definitely been great to still be able to host this event this year, and if, despite all the challenges and moving from from June to now here in October. But it's a great way to kind of cap the season as our short tradition comes to a close. Well, you brought it up right there, and I want to touch upon this. So you moved from June, which is the usual timing of the event. It's a 54-hole event. You're now in October as a 72-hole event. I mean, that, there's a lot of moving parts there. So just give me an idea of what you and the staff have had to do to try to pivot and make this thing work in 2020. Uh, I think you hit the nail uh, the nail on the head right there in, in pivot. This This whole year has certainly been about how to adapt to, to an ever-changing uh, event and uh, golf calendar, as, as you're well aware. So it's it's been um, a challenge. It's been it's been unique. It's been you know obviously golf and being a safe activity has been a busy activity for us all summer. So you know it's definitely a different challenge coming out of a season as um, super busy with play all summer. You, you kind of transition into prepping for an event, um, which is a year-round. Uh, endeavor and, and course conditions and, and uh, overall operational uh, procedures. So it's been a challenge. It, it's been we're happy that it's here and we're able to kind of put 2020 to to rest for a New Jersey golf season on a, on a high note. But it's uh, it's certainly been a challenge. A lot of changing, a lot of moving around. But uh, we, we're certainly here. 
So, Well, I'd like to touch upon one of these biggest changes, and that is the time of year that you're playing, and to kind of give a little breakdown of what's going on at the golf course. I mean, the scores are, are very low right now. Do you think that that is a factor of moving from golf course conditions maybe in June versus October, or is it just the weather this year? They're, they're catching a really nice week right here for early fall golf in New Jersey. Um, it's, it's been perfect weather up here in Princeton. What, what do you think is leading to these low scores? Sure. I mean, uh, it's a shorter golf course, really old school golf course, very close together, tees and greens close together. Um, we, de- we did get some rain early this week that certainly softened the place up a little bit. So their girls are able to, to go right at, at some pins. And, you know, we have some favorable pins out there as well, leading to some good scores. Um, so it's been a little bit softer than, than we were hoping to come into, but Overall, despite the year and, and the challenges we've had, I, I think the golf course is, is uh, looking pretty good, playing good on TV. The put, greens, uh, we got some nice feedback about our greens being a little bit truer this time of year than in, in, the, in the summer. So it's, uh, that's appreciated, and, and it's looking well. Well, I know in early June, even over at Springdale, the you know the greens can be a little bumpier. They're coming out of the winter months, and you know April and May isn't always perfect. And then we've had all summer now, so the golf course, I mean, it looks phenomenal on TV. So kudos to you and the whole team over there, um, you know, at Sea View for for what you guys have put together, the director of grounds, everyone, you guys. Now, as the host golf professional, and folks, if you're just joining us, we are with Alex McGann. He's a PGA professional. He's the director of golf over at the Sea View Hotel and Golf Club. And they are the host this week to the LPGA ShopRite Classic. Which holes, Alex, are going to be the pivotal holes coming down the stretch come Sunday that you are thinking to determine the you know the winners? Uh, honestly, it's going to come down to our closing our closing stretch. Fifteen through eighteen is a great stretch. You got two par threes that couldn't be more polar opposite. You have fifteen, one hundred and eighty yards. Uh, we got some. Uh, anticipated high winds coming this weekend. So, you know, that's it's a long hole playing uphill. Uh, 16 is a tough dog leg par four with a small undulated green. 17, the other um, par three on that closing stretch is a, all of 100 yards. So um, really gettable, really, you know, good opportunity. And then 18, depending on which direction the wind's blowing, um, can either be driver uh, wedge like we saw Lexi hit into the 18th green to win last year with an with an eagle, or it can be driver three wood. So it, it's a lot of wind variables, and and you got to play those those last four well to come in come in with a win. Well, there's no doubt about that, and there's no doubt that the place that you are the director of golf at that CV Hotel and Golf Club is a really cool facility down there near Atlantic City. And, you know, everyone keeps talking about how many rounds we have, and the National Golf Foundation keeps saying, you know, we had 10 million more golfers in August, and it's just crazy how much golf we've seen. Obviously, golf is, you know, almost pandemic-proof. You know, it's social distancing for those that want to do something athletic, something fun outdoors. Has your season been as busy as my season? Uh it's been one of the busiest seasons I've ever seen here at Seaview. Um, coming out of obviously the the restrictions we had in New Jersey, once we once those lifted in in June, um, we we had the busiest July we've ever had. Um, we had one of the busiest August we've ever had. We've done close to sixteen thousand rounds in three months between our thirty six holes here. So wait, what? Uh, wait, just, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, you've yeah. done you've done sixteen thousand rounds in the last three months. 
Uh, yes, sir. It's been it's every day has been a new day for us, and it is it is rocking and rolling down here. So it, it's been uh, exciting to see, and, and and a good story as well. That hey, you know, we can we can rally around a, a, the game of golf and, and still get outside and do something fun and, and not be, you know clustered inside and watching the news and then worrying about the pandemic. So it's, it's been great to see. And, you know, the golf course is holding its head through, uh, through all the bumps and bruises that all those rounds will do. Well, you do have two golf courses down there. There's the Pines course and the Bay course, and the ladies use the Bay course for the LPGA classic. They do. Yeah. So the Bay course um, has been the, the home site of the shop, right? Again, ever since 2010. So it's, it, it's it's holding its own through this week, but uh, the Bay's a tremendous old old school Donald Ross touches on the the greens and the and the mounding. So it, it's uh, Hugh Wilson design and Donald Ross retouch. So it's 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 a great old piece of history. Well, I tell you, when you see it on TV and you look at all the different design features, you could tell it has that classic appeal, and it just looks great. It just looks great. But you know what also is great are the fields that the ShopRite always gets. And I'm not sure if it's because of the proximity to New York City or that June date it normally has. And I know this year you guys have the week before the KPMG when the LPGA is going to move next week over to Philly and Aronimink. But you guys have a great list of champions. You know, Lexi last year and a Nordquist a couple times in 15 and 16. You know, Annika's won there three times. Surrey Pak, Michelle McGann, all of these great historic Hall of Fame LPGA players. Why do you think that the ShopRite always gets such a great field? You know, it's truly a testament to the event. This, this uh, sponsor and ShopRite and Wakeburn, they, they pull out everything for this event and make sure it's a, it's a phenomenal it's a phenomenal field. They do everything that they can. Um, and with their partners in Iger Marketing, really doing, throwing out all the stops for uh, putting everything out for the, for the players this week, um, you know, being able to come together and, and making sure they had uh, something to play for this week as well, is super important. And it's just a testament to their dedication to this event and making sure that, um, you know, the short tradition continues. And, and it's something that they're very proud of. We're very proud to be a partner in all of it and um, that they can continue to put, put on a great event despite, despite the year that 2020 has been. So, I wanted to get you on today because, one, you know, I wanted to talk about what was going on in golf, and it's in New Jersey. And my audience runs from both rivers, from Hudson to the Delaware, you know, so we're from New York to Philly. Sure. My audience needs to come down and see you there because it's such a cool place. But when they come down there and they meet you, they might want to get to know a little bit more about you. So, you know, what led you to becoming the host for an LPGA tournament, but better yet, the director of golf down there at Seaview? Give us a little background, a little Reader's Digest on who Alex McGann is. Sure. So I actually have a very unique story here at Seaview. I started, I started here at Seaview as an intern in, in 2011, and I fell in love with this property from the day uh, I was going to start working here. So it's, uh, it's a really, really good piece of history in, in not only southern New Jersey, but in New Jersey with um, being the host site of the 42 PGA Championship, being the, the host site of Sam Snead's first major, having such a dynamic um, mix of play between some of our, our members and annual pass holders and resort guests and, you know, making a great experience for everyone from a beginner to an LPGA tour player has really been something that's been a, a great goal of mine. And, and this is a, 
this has been a great ride. I've been involved with this property for, you know, almost uh, eight seasons, but almost 10 years. So um, it's, it's a pleasure to come here every day. We have such a phenomenal team uh, on our golf operation side and, and our golf maintenance team is, is second to none here in South Jersey. So they make it fun to come work here every day. And I look forward to working with them every day. Well, as the director of fun, it's my job to make it fun for you to come on air. So we have a little tradition that we love to do with our guests. And before we uh, have to jump away from you, I want to make sure that we cover uh, all there is to know about one Mr. Alex McGann. So you up for a little rapid fire Q&A for the fans? Sure. Fire away. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, here we go. We're going to have some fun. If you could go to one concert all time, who would you go see? Oh, uh, no question. Dave Matthews band. I've seen, I've seen him 15 times. I'll go, I'll go every night. Favorite app on your phone? Uh, Instagram. On a scale of one to 10, rate your gambling ability. Uh, not good with how this, this uh, NFL season's going to two. <laughs> well, I had to ask. You're down there in Atlantic City, you know? Fair All enough. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> Coffee drinker, yes or no? Absolutely. How do you take it then? Black. Oh, I like it. I like it. Simple. All right. If you could be a character in any movie, who would you be? Wow. That, that's a good one. We have good ones here. Oh man. Let me see. Um, I don't know. I I, I got to pass. Do I get a pass on this? I gotta you can't pick on one character. Han Solo. I don't know. Anybody. <laughs> Come on. You know? Uh, yeah, no. I've, I can't think of a single one that I would pick myself to be right now. Not even Han Solo. All right. Well, think about that one. You'll have to text me later. Okay? All right. I will. We'll, 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 uh, we'll do that through a little social media. All right. We'll, we'll let Perfect. the fans know what that one was. All right. Best golf course you ever played? Uh, Friars had on Long Island. Who wins this week at Seaview? Uh, I, I, I'm hoping for a different name this week at Seaview. I mean, we've had such great winners. This can be such a launching pad for so many great players. Um, I'm, I'm hoping for, for some, someone to come out and Seaview be their breakthrough, uh, breakthrough venue. But you won't pick a name? Not yet. All right. Well, that'll be a fo- that'll be a follow up tomorrow uh, via social. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes or no? Absolutely. When you hear the words Shoprite Classic, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Uh, just how much the community gets behind it. It's such a community driven event. It's so fun. Um, it, our spectators are, are phenomenal. So it, it, it's a, it's phenomenal. That's that's my word. All right, Alex. Well, our community always loves and supports us because you and I are part of the Troon fraternity. It was great to have you on today. I know what it's like to be supported and to have that community push forward and do such great things, even in 2020 when we have these challenges. So I really appreciate you coming on today, giving us a little update on what's going on down there at the ShopRite LPGA Classic. Good luck the rest of the way. Um, thanks for your time. Thanks, Keith. It was great talking to you. And uh, Bring some members down here. Have some fun. We'd love to have you. All right, folks, we got the invite. I know the Springdale membership are listening, so uh, we could get a group or two to go down there and see you pretty soon. Folks, we're going to do it. We're taking you up on it. Have clubs. We'll travel.
It's 3.15 p.m. here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Be back in a moment with more Springdale Golf Live. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. We are excited to announce that PGA Hope, helping our patriots everywhere, a rehabilitative golf program for military veterans with disabilities, will take place on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. throughout the fall season at Fiddler's Elbow Country Club. To support the NJGF or learn more about the PGA Hope program for military veterans living with physical and cognitive challenges, visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. Rich in distinguished history for nearly 125 years, Springdale Golf Club and its members have been beautifully making their mark as the best golf and social experience in our region. Our impact in the industry does not stop there. Did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management? Springdale's walkable and superbly conditioned William Flynn design course, now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level in our commitments to the member experience. Just announced as a significant expansion to the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard service initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about our club and all of the incredible moments being made at Springdale Golf Club and through Troon Purvey, please take a visit of our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You know me as the director of fun. You're listening to ESPN 920. Oh, wait. You always know my mood. This is a classic Friday afternoon song here. You know what, folks? Here's a friendly challenge for the weekend. Do one thing to inspire someone else. Just one thing. Enjoy this vibe, folks. Weekend's on deck. I'm glad you started waving to me. I was in the zone there with that song. I could I could have listened to that for the rest of the afternoon. It would, uh, you were giving me the high sign. You're like, hey, you have to talk now. We're on. Well, I also want you to put your lighter down. Quit waving in the air for crying out loud. Yeah, It'll be a fire hazard. Do that anymore in here. Yeah, if it's not hot enough in here already, <laughs> sweating. Anyway, uh, TMI. Sorry, but uh, a little yellow lead better there. You know, that's like that's such a great karaoke song because you just you know you do the old Eddie. You know, grumbling. But you can't sing it bad. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right. I'll stop with that. Folks, just time for a little tower talk this afternoon. We could only grab Alex for a little bit. You know, he's busy down there hosting the LPGA. They're doing a fantastic job down there at Seaview. The folks there at Troon just managing their way through another great LPGA tournament season or year this season. And, you know, speaking of tournaments, the PGA Tour is down there in Jackson, Mississippi at the Sanderson Farms. And, you know, I was thinking about this, Wade. Now, I know you're you're a mild golf fan, but could you imagine being on the PGA Tour and you're in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic last week, mm. and then they ship you to Jackson, Mississippi this week? 
Yeah, right? it's a stark contrast. Right? I mean, I started thinking about that, and I was like, if you were like a rookie on tour, and like you're just getting out there, and then you like jump out there for that, and you were like, hey, we're going to Punta Cana. Hey, we're going to Jackson, Mississippi. You know. Hey, where are we going next? You I've know? been to Punta Cana. I paid to go there. I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd pay to go to Jackson, Mississippi, but that's just me. Well, you know, if they play good, they get paid. That's for sure. But, you know, the Sanderson Farms is a cool event. You know, you look at the last couple of years, they've had some... New first-time winners, you know, you got guys like Cam Champ, Ryan Armour, Cody Gribble, uh, Peter Malnati, and you know, so I I had to think to myself, you know, if if you're into like a little bit of that uh, daily fantasy, um, and you like those sort of things, I was like, well, who's going to be the man starting this week? And my pick was Denny McCarthy, and you know, I could prove this on social. I'll take a screenshot and put it up there, but he was the guy I thought would be the first-time winner this week. And then this morning he went out and shot five under, and right now he's tied for second. So if you if you didn't do good and a bunch of you guys are missing the cut you can certainly jump on a little weekend and uh, hop on my boy Denny McCarthy there because I think he's the one that's going to come up with that 1.2 million dollar grab a little 500 FedEx cup points and a, a ticket to the Masters so which I think is pretty cool and you know what else is pretty cool remember a couple weeks ago we were talking to the PGA Tour about bringing fans back to PGA Tour events well they're going to try it they announced this week Jay Monahan and the team down there in Jacksonville at the PGA Tour they announced this week that at the Bermuda event, which is October 29th through November 1st, and this, this kind of makes perfect sense. You're out on Bermuda. It's an island. It's a very secluded destination sure. for a golf fan to go to. And they're going to let in their first crowds since the restart back in June. And we're going to have fans back at a PGA Tour event, assuming everything goes according to plan between now and October 29th. So I think that's pretty cool that we're going to get fans back because we have to take these steps in order to make it happen. And, yes. you know, unfortunately, we may not get people at the Masters or we definitely won't get people at the Masters. But by some time in early 2021, they'll be in Hawaii. There's another very small venue, a lot of tourists. Just, you know, it's not like, you know, we're just starting with the waste management and there's 400,000 people a day. So um, I'm excited about that news because I want fans to be back on the golf course. And you know what? Speaking of being on the golf course, Wade, we keep talking about this. And I brought it up with Alex and he brought it up, too, was that there are a zillion people on the golf golf course. And the National Golf Foundation just came out with their August numbers. And as it turns out, around the country, nationwide, we were up 20.6% in rounds. Okay? So you say to yourself, you're kind of giving me a quizzing look, which you usually do about this time in the show. And you're like, 20.6%. How much actually is that? That's an extra 10 million people playing golf. A lot of golf. 10 million extra rounds. And I'm sure whether you're at Springdale, where we're way up, or you go over to Mercer Oaks, or wherever you go, near near where you are, we for the first time in a very, very long time, I think since they said 2012, our friends over there at the NGF, they said that every state had a 2% increase for at least two months in a row. That's impressive. Which means that a lot of people are out playing golf. It's which, the perfect solo sport, though. It's perfect for this time, the 2020 sport. You know what I mean? It is great. It's outdoors. It's athletic. I mean, there's a million nice things I could say about it. And as the director of fun, nothing makes me happier than to see so many people playing. You know, the whole director of fun concept, I don't know. See, I'm born and raised in New Jersey, Wade. So I, I deal well with most people per square foot. So if you stuck me in Montana, it's probably not the best case scenario for the DOF, right? right, right. I need a lot of people around. And then what we've done this year, is we've taken a lot of people and then we've cloned them into more people, right? Which is great. And here's why. 
Do you want do you want to know why? I do. Okay. Well, perfect. The reason why is that I get to do director of fun type things. And, and this is where I want to throw out a couple of suggestions of what we've had success with at the club when it comes down to how to handle and then engage and take this immediate impact. And we want to sustain this thing for 21, 22, 23. All right. For all of these years going forward, we want this to be another surge in golf. And certainly it can stay that way. But when the demands come back on our time, whether it's league games for our kids or it's travel for business or it's just travel in general or there, those other demands on our time come up, we want to have a way that people are still engaged in golf. So I'm going to give you a couple of things here, folks, listeners, PGA brethren, everyone involved, golf associations, those that tune us tune into us week in and week out. And we thank you for doing that. The first is, is that we not only need people to play golf. But we need them to bring the whole family out. All right. So I've always said this. I said, I got, I got enough middle-aged men playing golf, right? Sure. I am so happy to say in 125 years at Springdale, we have more women and more children playing golf than ever before. That's so great. if you're going to bring the kids out, bring your wife along too. Even if she only plays one hole, it doesn't bother me. And if your wife is the golfer, bring your husband out and let him play a couple holes. You bring the kids out. Maybe they're new to golf. Hey, that's fine. We love new golfers at Springdale, right? We, we love those people. You don't have to play from 7,000 yards like Bryson DeChambeau in rough that's like, you know, as long as Eddie Vedder's hair. I mean, you don't have to do those things. You could go to 100 yards from the target, drop a ball in the middle of the fairway, or tee it up. Yes, I'm a PGA professional, and I'm saying, yes, you should just do these things for fun. You know, when I, when I first taught my kids to play golf, when they would putt, they would putt the ball all over the green. And I'm like, this isn't like, you know, whack-a-mole. We're not, you know, we, we need to get it in the hole, right? And what you do is you have them put the putter down and you have them roll it with their hand. You know, it's almost like they're playing ring toss. And then all of a sudden the ball's like closer to the hole. It's right. like, whoa, right. you know, light bulb, right? And then you give them a putter. And then next thing you know, it's not that frustrating of an experience, but you got to get everybody out. So one of the things we're doing at Springdale is we're getting everybody out on the golf course. Another thing is that practice facilities. So if you're going to invest in anything, you're going to take all this revenue that's coming in from all these golfers being around. Everybody wants to practice. Why? Because it's a hard game. But at the end of the day, you want to practice. And people want to spend the time working on their game, getting a little better, because there are there will be demands upon their time. So if you can kind of get your hooks in them and get them in their practice facility, and, and the reason I bring this up is that because all the great golf courses are investing in ways to keep their golfers and this immediate impact having fun. So, I mean, we have guys like Jason Barry, who's our teaching professional, teaching all the time. Chris and Nick, the assistants at the club, they're all teaching all the time. I mean, all all of this great stuff is going on, but then the people need a place to try to work on their game, or if they can only stop by for half an hour, they can do it and have some fun. So invest in those practice facilities. We're working together at Princeton University. I mean, this is so cool, man. We're working together with Princeton University to upgrade our practice facilities over the next three to four years. We're going to be putting almost a million dollars into our range, short game facility, new practice putting green coming in the spring. I mean, this is going to be so cool. I can walk right out of my office. There's going to be an 8,000 square foot putting green. And I mean, any Everyone's putting could always use some help, even yours. Oh, all right, sure. if, if you want, I can put a windmill or two on there. That'd you know, be, so, so you'll feel nice. more at home when you're putting. But I just think it's pretty cool. And you know, one other thing before we go, and I know you're giving me the countdown here slowly but surely. But this past week on Tuesday, we hosted the New Jersey PGA slash New Jersey State Golf Association Senior Open, and the Senior Open is for all of the male professionals and amateurs that are the best players in the state over the age of 50. Great event at the club. Unbelievable event. Awesome, 
awesome players there. We got guys like Jimmy McGovern, past PGA Tour winner, Frank Esposito Jr., just an amazing, amazing field. Uh, amateurs like Greg Angelillo, Jay Blumenfeld, I mean, just awesome guys, right? They all come out, they play, 18-hole shootout, supposed to be back in May, COVID, blah, 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 right? So we have it in September. Great event. Golf course was in exquisite shape, just like they are down there at Seaview. Donovan McGuigan, our superintendent, fantastic job. Chris Hunt, the whole team at New Jersey PGA, Chris Bauer, those guys put together uh, just a great show. And then the other team, Brad Benson, executive uh, director, Kevin Purcell over the New Jersey State Golf Association. These guys, they work together. Perfect synergy. Great event. Great winner. And I got to give a big shout out to my friend Dave Quinn. You know, I always see him all the time. I, the first time I see him, I'm always quoting, uh, you know, Bob Dylan. I mean, you ain't seen nothing like the mighty <laughs> Quinn. He's a Hall of Famer down there in Southern Jersey. He's the director of instruction down at Laurel Creek. But Quinny, excellent 65, 65 this past week. All right. 34 on the front, one under par, 31, five under on the back. Just awesome job. 65 to win it all, the state senior open. Congratulations, my friend. Just amazing. And I can't, you know, there we go. Yes. Thank you, Wade, on cue, of course, which means about 30 seconds late. But that's <laughs> that's that's right there. Better all right. Ever. Fine, fine. All right. It's, it's soon to come is Max Kellerman, my friend there at ESPN. So without further ado, I got to thank those sponsors. TaylorMade Golf, New Jersey Golf Foundation. How about B-Dratty, Fairway and Green, Zero Restriction, EP New York. Those brands, that's Summit Golf Brands, F.H. Wadsworth. Wade Weezer, my man on the board. My man David Miller from the New Jersey PGA. Thanks for joining us today. Springdale Board of Governors and True Golf Management. Thanks for all the support and love week in and week out. Speaking of love, how about my listeners? You know I love them. Well, folks, I'm headed to Springdale. But where are you headed? We'll let the tower be your guide. And from Springdale to Seaview, and of course everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. Thanks for joining us for today's show. Return to the tee next Friday at 3 with Keith Stewart and Springdale Golf Live.